It is Monday, September 21st. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, the squib kick of sports broadcasting. Oh, my goodness. J.P. Shadrick. Oh, wow. Welcome in. Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday after a Jaguars loss. In Nashville, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. We've got a show ahead, a review of the Jaguars' loss in Nashville yesterday, 33-30 the final. The offense rallied with a really good second half, three straight touchdown drives to get back and tie the game, 30-30 at one point. The defense a little slow starting again, but they did get off the field a few times in that second half to, to get the Jags an opportunity to get back in the game. we got your social questions in the second hour. We'll go around the National Football League as well. And uh, here we are, guys. Tony, Pete, 33-30. This is, um, this is, this offense is, is pretty darn strong at times and certainly was again yesterday. They're, they're now tied for fourth in the AFC in points per game, tied with the Kansas City Chiefs, by the way, Pete. How about that? I tell you what, if you're a Jaguar fan, you got to be thrilled by what you saw, you've seen from this offense. And I'm not just talking about Minshew. I'm talking about everybody, all the young guys. Chenault looks great um, as a dual threat weapon. He can run the ball out of the backfield. We saw that. Uh, I think Robinson runs hard and tough. You have a running back. Um, you know, Chark is not a, is not a, like he's an aging veteran. Uh, it's a good group. And then you look at the offensive line. I thought the offensive line was really good on Sunday. Uh, I haven't looked at any grades or anything, but just going back, and I haven't watched the 22 clearly, but going back and watching the game again, he had clean pockets all day. He wasn't really pressured all that much. Uh, and the one when he got sacked for that big loss, that was on him. He, he left the clean pocket. He was better at it. But offensively, if you're a Jaguar fan, you've got to be excited about what you have in this young group of guys. Yeah, no doubt about it. I thought they played well. I thought the offense line was very good in run and pass. Anytime you can have a 300-yard passer, 100-yard rusher, it's a pretty dang good day. And uh, that's what they did. Um, and they got to they got to figure out how to start quicker. You know, you can't continue to get in these holes where you're playing from behind. It happened again. They were a little bit sluggish. I thought Minshew started a little bit slow, but he was outstanding. I mean, outstanding down the stretch. And you know, it's it's fun because. I don't know about you guys, but watching the game, it never felt like, you know, once they got, they got that first score and it was 14-7, you're like, okay, like this team can move the ball. And they do have weapons, and they, they're exciting. And I give a ton of credit to Jay Gruden. I think, it, you know, he is two for two in designing outstanding game plans, and the guys have executed them very well. So, um, yeah, so much for tanking, um, so much for being the worst team in the NFL. Uh, this – you know, it's early, so a lot can happen. They got to get better defensively. They got to rush the passer better. We'll get in all that today. But overall, I think you got to be pretty excited. This is a the youngest team in football, and they very easily could be 2 0 right now. Tony, to your point, the, there were three real key drives that kept this game somewhat within arm's reach. And you mentioned the first one there, the first touchdown drive to make it 14 7. It could have been. Uh, three-score game if they hadn't scored on that drive, a six-play drive. And then the opening drive of the second half, they had the ball down two scores. They had just given up the field goal before halftime after the squib kick uh, that hit the front line there. And then they go 14 plays in just under eight minutes and punch it in with a touchdown to keep it a seven-point game. They answered the next Titans drive with another touchdown drive of their own. So 
those those three, at least to me, were the three key drives to really keep this game within striking distance to give them an opportunity. Well, I thought the drive coming out at halftime was um, a game changer from the standpoint that really, I think, they they went down eight minutes, controlled the clock, run past, stuffed it in for a touchdown. And my guess is they walked off the field right there and said, okay, this is our game. Like, we are going to win the game. Um, because it changed how, I mean, I felt, you know, you go in after the way the half ended, you're a little bit frustrated down, you know, two scores, but boy, after that drive, I'm like, we got a ball game boys, because I'm not sure the Titans can stop the Jaguars. And when's the last time we said that about a Jaguars offense that an opposing defense can't stop them. And the Titans had no answers for the Jaguars in the second half. They really didn't. And and they have a bad defense and, Secondary looked lost at times. Guys were wide open. They don't rush the passer that well. You know, I said that all along. Clowney is more uh, name than game, and he did nothing. You're right, Tony. He played pretty good against Denver in the opener, but he did nothing on Sunday. He was non-existent. And who else rushes the pass? Landry? They don't rush the passer well enough. And if this league, you don't rush the passer, you're not winning, period. You will not win games if you don't rush the passer, which I I imagine we'll talk to about in a little bit because the Jaguars haven't exactly rushed the passer all that well. Now the balls come out quick. So uh, in fairness, but they haven't exactly rushed the passer all that well either. Yes, we will get to that coming up uh, for sure. The, uh, the Jaguars defensively though, we'll uh, touch on the big picture. Look at the defense here after a, a solid, obviously effort for the offense, but for the second straight week, Jags are down right out of the gate. And to this week, it was 14-zip. First two drives, John U. Smith, Corey Davis. They go right down the field. First play is a 63-yarder to open the game to a wide-open tight end who is uh, eating up green grass with every stride. And Dewey made the save there to save a, a game-opening touchdown. But two plays later, they were in anyway. Second straight week, this has happened. Why is that, Tony? And how do they fix it? Well, I mean, number one, don't you- the way you fix it, do not let it become a mental thing. Like you cannot start believing, you know, we start slow and, you know, here we go again type of mentality. You know, you have a couple bad plays early. You just can't do that. Um, and so you have to expect to start fast. You know, I, I've been on teams, you start slow or you come out of halftime slow and, you know, you try to change practice habits, you try to do things at the end of the day. I mean, it has to be a mentality um, that from the, from the get go, we're going to go out there and play. And we're going to, you know, execute at a high level. And we're not going to, and we're going to play with the urgency. It's almost like they play with more urgency when they get down. And you have to have that sense of urgency from the first kick. Um, it's a young team. Sometimes it takes time to grow into that. Uh, but they have to do that. If they want to be a team that, which by all signs early in the season, they can be. I mean, again, it's very early, only week two. But if you want to be a team that come December, is in the conversation to win the division uh, and or one of the three wild card spots, you cannot put yourself in a hole. Um, now, they've been able to come out of them, but you do that too often, you're going to get blown out one of these days. And we've seen many, many a tight end running wide open in Nashville against the Jaguars in their history. I mean, my gosh, I can go back to when I was covering the team in the, in the mid-90s. In the early 2000s, and guys were running wild all over the place. And it's been a problem. And it's the same type of thing where you get a guy out, slip him out, and he's wide open. And that can't happen. That's just a bust. That's just a bad coverage. And 
Uh, that was an easy way to get the team going. It, it, I'll be honest, though. We were sitting here, and I was watching the game, and I was saying, this looks like it's going to be bad. And they regrouped. And you got to give them credit for that. They regrouped. And that's pretty good sign for a young team to be able to do that. Oh, Pete, we were in the, you know, we did the game from the stadium, obviously. And Jeff and I look at each other and go, uh-oh, 14-0 on the road in Tennessee. We've seen this story before. Um, it could get ugly. Uh, but that's one thing about this team. And Doug said it from the start that he really liked this team, um, that he was not worried about how they would uh, handle adversity. And they're a resilient group. I mean, they, they are unflappable. It's not like there's, like, hanging of the heads, oh, my, feeling sorry for ourselves, guys laying down, pointing fingers. I mean, they just keep on playing. And I, I, got, I'm gonna, I, mean, I don't know this for a fact, but I got to give Gardner Minshew a lot of that credit. I think there's a belief on that team, especially in the offense, that Gardner's going to help, is just going to hang in there and find a way to get it done. I mean, that's his mentality that's been from day one. And I think it kind of, you know, uh, goes throughout the team. I mean, that feeling just spreads throughout the team, especially the offense, because they're a, they are a resilient group. Yeah. It's, it, it's, I thought he's feisty and fiery and it yeah. kind of bleeds into the rest of them. It really does. You can see it. He, he jumps around, he can get on guys and he, he's emotional. I, hey, look, I got to give him, I got to give him credit. Cause I, I thought they were getting buried after the start buried and they didn't. Doug Marone after the game. Uh, certainly he has said he likes the mentality of this group. And though they wanted to get this win, of course, they were right there on the doorstep of it. He still loves the way this group operates. I mean, I know this team. I, I feel, like I said, I feel close to this team. So, you know, I know, I think I look at this game as like, hey, I know the things that, you know, we've all got to do a better job of, um, uh, that we can really help them out. And, you know, they can, you know, we could all come together, you know, coaches and players and, you know, work our butts off and, and, and play football and make plays that, you know, we're able to win games. I think that's what's, what's, what's going on. I think um, as far as all the other stuff, all the cliches that, you know, you might want to say, Hey, they came back, they worked hard. They, I, I never, I never question that from this team. I, I really don't. Um, so, you know, the unselfishness that they have, you know, this doesn't matter. I mean, they're trying to celebrate with each other and trying to get somebody to make a play every time. So, you know, like I said, we've got to just clean a couple things up and, uh, you know, run a quick, quick, quick turnaround. Doug Marone there, that was after the game in Nashville yesterday. And, you know, talking about spreading the wealth, eight different guys made catches yesterday. Ten last week, Pete. Eight different players made receptions in this game. You saw Chenault a factor again in the running game. So Jay Gruden's doing a bunch of different things on the offense to get everybody involved. And and then, of course, it takes Gardner Minshew to spread it out to all those guys too. Yeah, and that's growth of the quarterback. I mean, you, you can't just look at one and get out. You got to get the two, three, and four and then get out. And I, I think there's a lot of growth there from year one to year two. He's spinning his head. He's moving his eyes. And he's spreading the ball around. And they have weapons. You know, there, is DJ Chark an elite receiver? Maybe not yet, but he has a chance to get there. But they have a lot of guys who catch the football. A lot of them. Keelan Cole is one of the most improved players on the team, I think. He's been good. Uh, yeah, he looks like a different guy out there. And so I think you can spread it around when you have a lot of weapons. Even the tight end. Eifert made a nice catch in the middle field. O'Shaughnessy's catching the ball. They have a lot of guys who can get open and catch the football. 
And when Didi Westbrook, who's a pretty decent player, is sitting on the sidelines and active again, that tells you a lot about what you have at the position. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, listen, I think Chenault makes him a lot better. I mean, he is just a different type of receiver. He's a physical presence. He's a big body. He's athletic. He's a great run-after-the-catch guy. Um, they're better at the tight end position with uh, Eifert and O'Shaughnessy. They're blocking better as well. Um, they're better in the backfield with James Robinson. I mean, he had another really good game. But let me tell you the biggest difference of this team, um, outside Gardner Minshew maturing. The offensive line's playing well. Let me tell you what, when you block people, and Pete, you know this as well as I do, if you can block people up front, if you can run the ball and protect, it's amazing how much easier everything else is. And Jay Gruden said that at the beginning of the season. When asked about the offense, he didn't talk about the receivers. He didn't talk about Gardner. He didn't talk about anything else. He talked about the offensive line and how he really likes this group. And, it give, and he felt like it gave him a great chance. And guess what? He, they are proving him right. And I was just one year early saying this is a top 10 unit. Um, you wow. <laughs> He's going back to it. He's coming go back. The, go look around the NFL. You go tell me. You go ranked offensive line. They are a top 10 unit right now. They are a good unit. You don't score points. You don't get 100-yard rushers. You don't have clean quarterback pockets where guys can, where the quarterback can operate. And you don't aren't as efficient as they are unless your offensive line is playing well. Peter, are you turning uh, your I, nose up they, at that? They were very good. They were very good. They were very good yesterday. You know who the lowest-ranked offensive lineman is on that team right now? No. Linder. Well, you got hurt, too. But I'm saying as a whole, for the season. It, that, that tells you the other guys. We thought Taylor would get better, and he has. Robinson's playing for that contract, just like you said, Tony. You called that one. I'm going to give you credit for that. He's playing for the deal, and he's playing much better. His technique looks 10 times better, and, and he looks like he's a different guy out there. Uh, Norwell's solid, played very well, and A.J. Can's playing well. Wait a second. Norwell is not solid, Pete. He is playing like the, one of the better guards in football right now. He was physically dominating again. AJ can't rank ahead of him on the PFF grade. <laughs> okay, this week let's, or overall? let's not overall. go too far down the PFF well yet. Okay, <laughs> let's tap the brakes we're not, here. We're not, we're not doing PFF today. I, Thank I you. Declared we're not doing it. Tony Baselli declares he hadn't watched the tape. That's why I can't. I, he yeah, can't argue it. Can't argue it this week. Let's come back. We'll uh, we'll fun. get on the defensive side here. Uh, and, and get into the safety talk yesterday. Andrew Wingard was on the field. Josh Jones was involved, of course, yesterday. But there were some uh, issues on the back end, at least early in the football game. We'll get into that. The linebacker play, good again. Defensive talk when we come back. And we can't wait to be Duve all together again. The Jaguars are taking every precaution to keep our fans safe at TIAA Bank Field this fall. From cashless concessions to contactless entry, visit jaguars.com slash stadium and learn more. We're off and running. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice. Equal housing opportunity. I'm Jacksonville Jaguars General Manager Dave Caldwell. Did you know you can ride your bike to every Jaguars home game at TIAA Bank Field and valet it for free? Stop by our bicycle check-in tent sponsored by Alert Today, Florida, near Gate 1 at TIAA Bank Field. An on-duty Zen Cog bike professional will park your bike and ensure it's secure during the game. When the game is over, return your claim ticket to pick up your bike. For cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, alert today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Go Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. I'm Chantel Baker, fiancé of DJ Chark. My fiancé is always prepared with a game day plan, and so am I. I'm always looking for easy ways to save time, and Publix helps me tackle everything from pre-game prep to post-game cleanup with prices that are never out of bounds. This week at Publix, assorted varieties and sizes of Tide Pods or Tide Liquid Laundry Detergent are on sale for $12.49. Available at Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Hey Jacksonville, this is Joe Adib from Bono's. I just want to let you know that we have now reopened all of our dining rooms. We appreciate all the love that you have showed us during this crisis. For over 71 years, we have been here for you through good times and bad. Our award-winning barbecue and our unbelievable staff look forward to seeing you soon. Be safe. Uh, for us personally, I feel like every game you go in, you always want to try and make a team one-dimensional. So, you know, uh, you know, we know we want to stop the run with Derrick Henry, but we want to stop the run with every team to get on the pass. Uh, as far as the pressure on Tannehill, I think we just got to do better getting off the uh, play-action blocks and things like that. I think uh, this game was probably a little locked in a little bit too in the run, kind of buried our eyes and kind of worked out late to work against the pass. But... I think that's just how it is with every game. I think uh, moving forward, we're going to just try to focus on that more because I really think that was a real big part of the game. I think our DBs will do a good job, but we just can't leave them out there covering for about six to ten seconds. 
Avery Jones, defensive tackle after the Jaguars' loss in Nashville yesterday in Week 2, 33-30 the final. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco. Your social questions coming up in the second hour of the program. We'll go around the National Football League as well, but we continue our conversation about yesterday's game on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, That was priority number one. They allowed 84 yards on the ground to Derrick Henry. 41 of those came in one drive in the first half. In general, overall, uh, I think they did a pretty good job, Pete, with with Derrick Henry. <laughs> what are you doing, Tony? You're on the phone? What is going on, he's on here? Phone. He's got his phone in front of his camera. Right, you were on better, the air, it Tony. It is a better-looking picture, though, JP. Well, I, I got lost. I was reading the article, sir. <laughs> What is going on here? We've been back for twenty minutes. We've been back for twenty minutes, and you're still on your phone. These these millennials. Oh wait, he's too old to be a millennial. Jamie was doing a reads. I wasn't paying attention. I was not reading anything. What are you talking about? It's every Monday at four o'clock. We're on the air, Tony. Just for the record. So I think they did a pretty good job. Uh, so I think they did a pretty good job with Henry. Yes, he didn't break away for the big long ones, but that did open up some things in the passing game. The play-action game, as we expected kind of going in, was a strong suit for the Titans, and they had guys running open. So overall, it was not the best day defensively because of those big pass plays over the top. Well, I mean, I, I, I thought we were mistaken, or people were mistaken to discount Ryan Tannehill. Number one, I think he's pretty dang good. Um, I think he's How really good? How good? Um, he's good enough to get you to the Super Bowl. I mean, he he's accurate. He's athletic. Uh, he makes good decisions. He's great off play action pass. I mean, he was the highest rated quarterback the last nine uh, weeks of the season last year. Once he started, um, they took the ball out of his hands in the playoffs because Derrick Henry was so hot. Uh, but you look at the first two games. I think he's played outstanding football. Yeah, he's, he's good. I don't know if he's good enough to carry a team on a consistent basis. Well, he carried him on Sunday. He did. Let me ask you this. Do you think 31 carries on Monday night impacted Derrick Henry? I mean, that's a lot of carries and wear and tear on your body in the short it time. Has to, does it? it has to, doesn't it? Yeah, because he didn't look like he had the same pop that he had against the ball. Well, I don't think they're very good up front either, by the way. Well, the, the right tackle's just okay. The right the guard average. Yeah, the, the center's... Sanders a little stiff. Saffold's a good player, and Lawan's a good player. But Taylor Lawan, and I didn't watch the tape of this week's game um, from Sunday, but last week against the Broncos, he didn't play well. No, he didn't. Not at all. But they're, they're, they're interesting on offense because they're creative on offense. They know how to scheme guys open. Well, I and... disagree. Look at their offense, Pete. They got Johnny Smith, who's a very good player. Corey, uh, Corey Davis is a good player. A.J. Brown is a good player. Adam Humphreys is a very good Corey Davis player. has been a disappointment up until the last – Until this year. The last two weeks he's played outstanding. Yeah, but and no, I get it, Tony. They have good, they have good skill people, but they do a great job. I, I think Arthur Smith has done a really good job of using what he has to get guys open. You don't agree with that? I do, but no different than I agree that Jay Gruden has a great game plan. No, Jay Gruden's done a good job. I'll give yeah, Jay Gruden a lot of credit. By the way, Arthur Smith is the richest assistant coach in the National Football League. Did you know that? Yeah, his dad's uh, the web, uh, FedEx dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but, I mean, I, 
I, I just don't, I mean, your point is fair about Arthur Smith, no different than Jay Gruden, but I think Jay Gruden's a good, but I think we're also pretty dang talented at the receiver position. And I think Tennessee is very talented at receiver. And I think, listen, I think Danny Hill's one of the better quarterbacks in the AFC. Do you think differently of the Titans now than you did last week, now that you've um, seen them? Uh, yes and no. No on offense. I thought they were good offensively, and I still think they're good offensively. I thought they were better defensively from the tape, which tells me the Broncos aren't all that great. Um, I don't think the defense is very good. It's kind of weird how they've been known as physical defense, run-the-ball team, and that's not who they are right now at all. They, they are. They're, listen, I mean, I keep on saying, I mean, the quarterback and the receivers, Derrick Henry's very good, and Derrick Henry's going to rush for 12, 1,300 yards, and Derrick Henry's going to take over games at times, and that's the that's the, um, that's the the luxury you have if you're Arthur Smith, that you have a running back that can literally take over the game. But I would tell you right now, their passing game is the strength of their team with, that, with the quarterback and the tight end and the receivers that they have. That said, yeah. would uh, take us through uh, – go ahead, Pete. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, I, we're talking about the Titans because they're in that division and yeah. they are the rival in the division. I don't, they still are to me. Um, I worry about them defensively, like Tony said, but can Tannehill do it when he has to do it? That's the concern. I'm with you, Tony. I think he's played well. He played well for them. He's had times with Miami when he played well, but can he do it when he has to do it? Well, he did. That's well, my concern. He, he did it when he had to yesterday. When they had to go down to score a touchdown. Yeah, he got a pass interference. Well, I mean, late in the game to get the winning field goal, he got a pass interference that was highly debatable to get that drive going. Otherwise, he didn't do it. Well, Pete, but he, like, that's not fair to do because you can do that to a lot of quarterbacks in a lot of situations where they get a penalty here or they get this break here or whatever. The bottom line is they scored 33 points, and he was the main driver of those 33 points. And you go back to – hold on. Go back to Denver. When they had to have a game-winning drive, yep. he I give him that. That's, that's two weeks in a row. When they had to have a drive, Tannehill led them down on the drive. Is Tannehill better than Rivers? Yes. Is Tannehill better than Watson? The Watson we're seeing right now isn't very good, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I mean, hmm. what I project Watson to be, no. But how they're playing this right year, now. Tannehill's better. Is Tannehill better than Minshew? The way they're playing, I think it's a coin flip. But you would take Tannehill over Minshew. No, or would you? It's a coin flip. I said it's a coin flip, Pete. Do you know what but a coin I'm talking flip about, means? You're saying right now the way they're playing, but for the long haul, would you take Tannehill over Minshew? How long is the long haul? The fact that you're even the fact you're even considering the debate there is interesting because one's making a boatload of money, and the other one's a second-year quarterback who was drafted in the sixth round. Like the only thing, I mean, the only thing I still like. And it's so unfair to Minshew. Like, but if I'm just being honest, my hesitation still is the arm strength. But like, as soon as I say it and I say it out loud, it's stupid because I can, you know, Drew Brees doesn't have a rocket for a right arm. Peyton Manning for half of his career, you know, the back half of his career didn't have a rocket for a right arm. Um, there's a number of, of quarterbacks who won championships that did not have rifles for right arm. They were good in the pocket. They were good decision makers. They threw on time. They saw things, and they had a moxie about them. All things 
that Minshew has. Can, did he? What was the deepest throw he made in the air yesterday? Um, he threw that one Char- to Chark. Had to be forty-five yards. That the was air, the best. That that might be the only one of the year so far, right? That's well, they, down they, the they tried one in week one. They, that was P. They had a PI yeah. in the first game. That's right. But that's it. The, 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 he needs to throw the ball down the field a little bit more. That's that's one of my criticisms. The other one, he still leaves clean pockets. He still gets too. Maybe he doesn't leave them all the time. But he feels this pressure and starts doing that spin around stuff he does when he doesn't need to. Yeah, but he did it less this week than he did week one. Yeah, I get it. I get. It. I agree. So I mean, it's pro- progress. But like, like that's the only question I've got Minshew is like his arm strength good enough. Is it? But he's at Pete. I mean, I don't know. I know this. He made a he made a throw with Clowney coming right down his throat on a scat protection when Clowney's unblocked to Chris Thompson, where he put it in there where the best quarterbacks in the world would want to put it. That was a great throw. That was a great throw. I mean, that's a great like, – Okay, I, so I, he's on pace for 48 touchdown passes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It, well, he is, right? He threw three in three each game, and right? Three He's the first yes, franchise quarterback so ever to throw three in touchdown passes. Is he the guy? Yes. Uh, but two games in, he's on that pace, and I don't know if you can still say he's the guy. It's a That's small the thing sample. about numbers. It's a it's a small it's a small sample size, Pete. I know, but uh, all I'm saying because we said before the season, if he got to forty and five thousand, that no doubt he's the long term answer. He's the guy. Well, so he's on pace for forty eight and what four thousand or whatever, thirty five hundred, thirty eight hundred. So if that's the case, is he the guy? Do you know? We You don't know right now. He's no, done some really good really. things, and I've been nothing but impressed. But by no means can you sit here and say, after two games, that he has proven to be the long-term answer. Yeah. Um, A lot of season. And it might be that way all year long. That's right. Well, that's why you play the whole year, Pete. I mean, we, I mean it's, uh, and we shouldn't debate this every week. You know, cause yes, we should. Because <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Come on. But that's the story. He. I mean, he is. He has something about him. I mean, he's a, he does. He, he has he like does. guys rally and they like believe and he like finds ways to get it done. Like you don't feel like you're out of it when he's playing quarterback. But if you're a Jaguar fan and there are many of them out there, and you hear from them all the time. Do they think he's the guy? I think I think more and more are. Yes. I'd be curious to see. And you can hit Baselli up on Twitter, and we can read him online. Do you think he's the guy? Do you think right now, after two games, is Gardner Minshew the franchise quarterback for the long term? It's a legitimate question. It's a conversation. Because his numbers aren't going to get that much better than this. Let's be honest. He's not going to throw three a game for an entire season. Do you think he is? I don't know. It's almost like you don't know. You can't say. I can't say. I mean, just say he goes out and continues to play this way and the defense is still bad and they lost and had the first overall pick. You're still going to pick the kid from Clemson. You're going to, no matter what. So you can't say. I mean, okay, I'll give you an example. Are the Jets, If the Jets end up with the worst record, are they going to pick Trevor Lawrence and get rid of Darnold? Yeah, I bet you they do. Okay, let's say the Panthers have the worst record. Are they going to pick Trevor Lawrence and get rid of Teddy Bridgewater? Yes. So 
I think it's in the same kind of situation. I think it's the same. You might be so wowed by the generational talent. But, but yeah, how many, like, here's a better question, Pete. How many teams who have the number one overall pick would not pick Trevor Lawrence? Okay, well, let's look at the teams at the bottom. Okay. With the well, let's come back. Hey, let's come back. We can get in this conversation throughout the evening. We've got a lot to get to, though, in the first hour. Oh, hey, we got cut off, Pete. Okay. Yes, you did. Yeah, we got cut off. JP took us in the wrong direction, as usual. <laughs> We're back in a moment. Shut up. We're going to get back in the quarterback talk. We got all season for that. Uh, we need to touch on the defense, too. Where'd the pass rush go? Where is it to start the season? Plenty more ahead. Your social questions in the second hour. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to without notice equal housing opportunity at ViStar, we believe in better better convenience so members can bank any way they want whether it's at a branch on a mobile device or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free atms across north america we believe that people have better things to do with their time if you believe that convenience is better join ViStar. we never forget that it's your money all loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Brooks Rehabilitation outpatient locations throughout Florida are currently open and accepting in-person and telehealth appointments. They're following CDC guidelines to include screenings, temperature checks, face masks, social distancing, and additional sanitizing of all surfaces. They're taking extra precautions to ensure your safety so you can focus on your recovery. Please call their central intake unit at 904-345-7277, option 3, to schedule your visit. 
Brooks Rehabilitation is the official rehabilitation provider for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I thought even even the first half, a couple of those runs, you know, they almost came out. Um, uh, you know, and he's getting positive yardage, and you know, he had he had you know really good catch, and um, I think I think what you what you're what you guys are seeing now is probably what you know I've been seeing all the camp. You know, just a you know real steady, good football player. Um, you know, if something's there, he's gonna find it. Uh, he's not gonna he's not gonna make mistakes and, and and lose yardage for you or things of that nature, and try to keep the chains going. Um, you know, he's a tough runner. He's got a little burst, you know, getting through to the second level. Uh, I was happy to see him take that one, you know, obviously to the end zone. But, um, you know, he's, he's solid. Head coach Doug Marone after the game in Nashville yesterday and his thoughts on James Robinson, the undrafted rookie running back with his first career 100-plus yard game. And welcome back to Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick. Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco, glad you're along with us today on uh, Jag social media and 1010 AM in Jacksonville. And, yeah, good day for, for Robinson. That's good news. We, uh, we will continue at length throughout the season the quarterback conversation, guys. That's why I cut you off. And we, had to, we, had, we got other things we got to get to today on this program because I know you, Pete, Tony, I mean, we could go on about the quarterback for a long time. So that's it's why. It's always about the quarterback, JP. <laughs> Never right. forget that. Right. It's always about the offensive line, Pete. Never forget that. You're wrong. And so Speaking far, of offensive line, JP, we got good news today about Linder. Huh? Brandon Linder not going on IR. Doug did, Doug Marone did not say exactly what the injury was. It was a knee issue. We know it's that. Day to day, though. It's day to day, but aren't we all? Yes. So, but he is not going on IR. Uh, I would say that uh, yes, the quarterbacks. Vital. The offensive line is certainly vital, but uh, the defense has to stop giving up 14 points early in the game, too. That's another way to go about this thing to help out those guys on the offensive side. And you know, they, they at least they made the Titans punt. <laughs> they <did>. Right? <laughs> they didn't do it in week one. We saw the punt. I mean, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> Good start, but. You know, in the passing hey, situation. Hold on, JP, we stop for a second? I'm sorry. Pete, okay. we you put your dang Whatever. earbuds in right? It's really annoying looking at you with those earbuds all messed up. It's better. That was on radio. We have to look at Here, let me try that. Let me try this. See how that looks. <laughs> the phone oh, so much better. So much better. Yeah. Oh That's the Baselli in the middle of the show. He's looking at his phone reading stories. The Jaguars defense prepping. has two sacks this year. When is the pass yeah, rush going good. to get home? They don't, they don't have a lot of pressure. Forget sacks. No pressures. They're not getting close. Um, the first Allen, week, the ball came out quick. Though. Right, right. Okay, that's fine. But Josh Allen, I expected, and I, again, I think he got chipped a lot um, working against Dennis Kelly. Um, but still, I, I was expecting a faster start from Josh Allen based on the tape I saw in camp. Uh, still a lot of football left. I still think he's going to have a very good year. But they're going to have to figure out how to get pressure because they don't have a lot of pass rushers on that, on that team. Uh, and I think Todd Walsh is going to have to be more aggressive and blitz, but that leaves that young secondary exposed in the back half. So it's a tough situation. Um, they continue to do a good job against the run. At least they'll get, you know, hopefully some long down distances, but they got to figure out a way to get there. because They're struggling. 
what do you think of Chase on? He got his first sack. He kind of ducked inside on it and made a nice play, but he's not winning outside consistently. Nobody is. Yeah, nobody really is. He had a nice couple of nice rushes against Luan. I saw he bend the corner and got, you know, a little bit of pressure. Um, but they're just not hitting the quarterback enough. Got to hit him. The, the quarterback is not uncomfortable in the pocket against the Jaguars. They had four quarterback hits yesterday, two of those from Allen and uh, one on the sack for Chazon, and the other was uh, C.J. Henderson. Oh, yeah, sorry, they're not, not com- I mean, he's, comfor- he's comfortable back there. The other was Taven Bryan. My apologies. Yeah, well, and they should work. they should be able against Miami's offensive line to get some pressure this week. So, the, like you mentioned, Tony, those are pretty good offensive lines they face. Yeah, I, I was not impressed with Tennessee, though. I'm telling you, Denver hammered Tannehill. It's not like no Von Miller either. That's and true. Bradley Chubb, and Bradley Chubb coming off an ACL. It's not like you know they had uh, a Tachu, whatever, 97 out there. I mean, he was yeah, Jeremiah Tachu, yeah. I mean, I'm just telling you, they, they hammered Tannehill during that game. And the Jaguars got no pressure. Well, here's one. Can they rush the passer at all from the interior of the Jaguars? Um, no. I mean, Taven Bryant is the closest. And he's not a – I don't – I mean, I haven't seen anything that tells me he's a natural pass rusher. Right. So that, that's always – got to have somebody who can push inside a little bit. Tired, Tony? He's, a big, Tired, he's Tony. got a big yawn on Yawning in the middle of the show? I mean, <laughs> he's God, bored with the defense. Boring? You're boring me, Pete, as usual. Well, you're boring I, me. I mean, did you get up at like 3.30 this morning to get where you're at right now or what? 4.30. Okay. Well, you, you probably took a nap at least for a couple hours at some point. No, no nap. Okay. I'm not like you, Pete. I actually work. I, I didn't sleep until 10. And then I, don't, I don't sleep at all. I'm old. Bu- have some bonbons and take another nap after that. You know that? No, old guys don't sleep. Our years are coming and going quickly. We don't sleep. <laughs> you're almost, you're, what are you, almost 65? Get out of here. You know, I'm not even close to that. What are you close to? What are you? What? what Didn't did somebody to? we know that plays quarterback, that used to play quarterback in Jacksonville just celebrate his 50th? He did. Wow. Oh, my God. That makes me feel so old. Well, you are old. What, well, I'm ten, I'll be 60 in October. Oh, my. It's over. In October? What are you? What are, you? are you 50? Nope. Oh. 48, Pete. Young. Yeah, I think you've gone backwards a year. You're 49. I'm, I'm born in <laughs> you're turning, you're turning 50. You're turning 50. Parts of his body are like four years old, though. That's the other. Issue. No, yeah, parts, very, yeah. parts of his body are parts of his body are like one hundred and twenty. <laughs> depending, yeah, depending. And then the other part, and then the other parts are like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> the replacement parts, right? Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> uh, so we got to celebrate. How are we going to celebrate your sixtieth, Pete, on this show? I don't know. Happy birthday to me. I mean, well, I never get into that birthday celebration stuff. I don't know. When is it? October 5th. Oh, yeah. We're going to have a party. Woo-wee. Hey, Tony, by the way, you were on the uh, party. Yeah. You can go to South Beach and party since the bars close. The restaurants and bar, the bars aren't open and the restaurants close at 10. It's a Monday, too. We'll have this show on your birthday, Pete. Yes, you will. Uh, Oh, Tony, we got to get this going. We got to get this going. We'll get it going. What were you saying I was on, Pete? You're the you're in the you're a finalist for the hall again. <laughs> you're they narrowed the list down to about 160, and you're on it. 
He's a nominee. This He's not, not a, a finalist. The nominee, Pete. Get nominee. it right. I know. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, Soon yeah, to yeah. be finalist. Not... It will happen. This is the year. This is the year. Hey, let's this come is back. This the year. Let's come back. Uh, let's get in the special let's teams. Oh, we're going to come back, wait, Tony. Wait, wait, real quick. You know why it'll be the year? Because we'll be behind 2020 in this garbage year, and then you get to 2021, and Baselli is in. How about that? Fresh start. 21 is going to be a great year. Fresh start. I like it. We have no choice but to rebound from what has gone on this year. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, let's come back. Special teams talk. A few issues for that group yesterday. It's Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity the best thing about working at fair and Farrah is all of the employees we all work together it's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day there's a, um, a common cause or goal no matter what your job is we're all there for the client we are dedicated to our clients 100 percent we do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims fair and fair is really the fair family when they choose us they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side Farah and Farah. Here for you, here for good. Jacksonville. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan and Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Hanania Subaru of Orange Park would like to present our new dealership with over 13 acres of vehicles to choose from and our new online buying program, iBuy. You decide how much of your buying experience you do online. Browsing, value your trade, picking your payments, financing. Just go to SubaruofOrangePark.com, pick out your vehicle, and click iBuy to begin. Become an iBuy preferred customer at Hanania Subaru of Orange Park, your local Subaru superstore. Did you know Geico's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your dentist to actually believe you? And you're flossing every day. Absolutely. Great. Um, And you're cutting down on your sweets? Of course. (laughs) Wonderful. Then I don't even need to look in there. Great. See you in six months. There's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit geico.com for details.
Welcome back, Jaguars. Happy hour on this Monday. J.P. Shadrick with Tony Vaselli and Pete Prisco. And the Jags are ready for Jags at home next Sunday. We are all ready for Jags at home. A second screen viewing experience with Ashlyn Sullivan and Eric Dunn. You have the chance to win weekly cash and prizes totaling more than $10,000. Visit jagsathome.com. And our crew has been... Uh, working very hard on that program every week, and it's uh, turning out very well. Trip Padilla's a big part of that. Uh, Max Hockman, Brent Reber, uh, Ashlyn Sullivan, of course. The list goes on and on and on. Congratulations to those folks. Uh, hey, guys, special teams yesterday. Tony, don't let us interrupt you, but special teams yesterday uh, had a couple of issues. There was the... Uh, the the obviously the the line drive kick or not a line drive it was going to be a squib power kick but it hit the front line set up the short field for the field goal before halftime and then there was the muffed kickoff return at the start of the second half that set up the long field at the, for the like the eleven yard line um, and then there was a missed extra point from Lambeau that's a that's a way too many special teams blunders in one game Pete. Yeah, and the one at the end of the half, what the heck was that? I, don't know, I mean, he's just a – he missed he, – he, he just missed. He was trying to squib it, but he nailed him. Yeah. There was also – did you talk about the bad punt too? Right. There was a, there was one of those also. That's right. That didn't – it was Logan late in the Cook game. Logan Cook had a terrible punt late in the at game. a key moment. That's right. Yeah. It was, right. So what, it wasn't a good special teams performance, and uh, that's a rarity because the special teams are usually pretty good around there. They got a good punter. They got a good kicker. Uh, it wasn't their day yesterday. Neither one of them had a great day. Tony has decided to turn off his video all of a sudden on Jaguars Happy Hour, but that's okay. What is wrong with him today? I don't He's know. Not focused. What I, are you talking about? I'm right every here. Every Monday at four o'clock, Tony. Sorry, I got a phone call. Someone called me. It was an emergency, and I had to answer the call real quick. Sorry. So, we're talking about special teams. Special teams. Which you like so much. Well, first of all, I heard you guys talking about it, and. I wish Logman was on the call because I said on the broadcast, kick it deep. You can kick it out of the end zone. Kick it all the way in the back of the end zone. And if they try to return it, go cover it and the half's over. I mean, I don't understand why you, like, in today's, as, as far as those guys can kick it, just kick it in the damn end zone and get over with. <laughs> on the broadcast, they Am said, onside wrong? kick. No, I agree with you. On the broadcast, they said, onside kick. No, no, no. I, I, I don't think I was supposed to say that word I just said. Is that a bad word, JP? Sorry. What word what was did that? You say? I missed that. I, I said I said the other uh, 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 word similar to dang. I don't know if you're allowed to say. Well, you just did, so. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, you're sorry. Sorry. Um, but yeah, but I, 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 and Joe, and, and Logs is like, no, power kick. And I'm like, why? Why would you power kick it? Why wouldn't you just kick it deep? What did he do on his first couple kickoffs? They didn't have a return. Right. So why would you change what you do? I, I mean, I guess, the, I, mean the, I guess the thought is, well, they'll, even if it's six, seven yards out, they'll return it because they have nothing to lose. Well, go cover them. I, I mean, I, if, they, if they return a 106-yard touchdown, you shame on you. It's your fault. Yeah, they gave them points in that scenario. Yeah. I mean, they if, gave him the, the three you went and got, you gave him right back to him. Yep. And here's the thing. If the power kick is such a great kick because it, it protects you from having someone return a kick, why, why wouldn't you do it every time? 
That's my other question. I don't understand. Why don't you do it every time then? It's such right. a great play. Right. I would have kicked. I would have kicked it deep Kick and kicked it, it out of the end zone and go home. They gave him three points. They went down and got three points, and they gave him right back to him. I agree. But the, the punt. Not- see, I think I, you know, JP. You didn't mention the punt. The punt yeah, to me was right. one of the that was bad because it set him up point. in point five range, pretty pretty much. Excellent what punt? Point. The one towards the end before the last drive, when the field when he put him, oh, they he got the ball. Like the, yeah, he got the ball at like the, the forty-five or something. Yeah. Now what it was, right. JP? Yeah, it started at the forty. Yeah. Yeah, that's a terrible punt. That's 30, a, how far was the punt? It's a thirty-five yard punt to the Tennessee forty. You got to get, you got to get forty something, forty-eight yards or something on that punt. You got to get it out of there. Well, and speaking of special teams, how about if you're Gutskowski? You've been missed two extra points in two weeks. You missed every field goal just about week one, but somehow you have two game winners in two games. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't. It was a forty-nine yarder. He nailed a forty-nine yarder for the winner. Yeah, and uh, no, but I, I just think the special teams just had, had one because they're good. They're good. It's a good special teams group. The punter's good. The kicker's good. It's a good special teams group. Speaking of special teams in game, no situation, return though. No returns. No. Speaking of uh, special teams, and well, the other thing is we almost had a disaster. Claybrooks, you know, fumbled. He's lucky he got that back on the. Uh, the kick off the hit him in the chest and bounced forward. He's chasing it around. Start of the second half. That could have been a, that could have been a disaster. Yep. Do they need to activate D.D. Westbrook and make him the punt returner? Well, only if he's going to be the kick returner too. Yeah, I mean, because he was pretty good. Clay yeah. struggled, but you got to give him another chance. He's a young kid. He's a good. He's a good returner. Um. Yeah, it's, you know, speaking of, and JP's going to hate this. I'm just going to take this off the rails. Um, Pete, in the Chargers um, Chiefs game, the kid made a 55 yarder to win it. 58. Or 58 yarder to win it, sorry. Would you have gone for it if you were Anthony Lynn on fourth and one in overtime? On my own end? Yeah. Probably not. I wouldn't have either. Listen, if they beat you with a 58 yard field goal, you tip your hat. Because, listen, you stop – I mean, that's a long field goal. It's not like a chip shot. And plus, it's not like they had got – if it was a game where they had gone up and down the field, then yeah. But they didn't. They did. A, they played good defense on them. So, no, I would have punted. And they did. And they the punted best, them in, and they and went the down and got a long field goal to win it. Year, the best is Anthony Lynn afterwards. He says, our defense has to get a stop. I'm like, what do you mean? They've gotten stops all day. Yeah, I know. I don't know what he was talking about. Look, you played with a rookie quarterback who didn't even have any idea who was going to play – and your defense kept you in the game the entire day. No, absolutely not. I would have punted. But, you know, but speaking of those type of situations, I think, you know, and pivoting back to the Jaguars, I think Doug's done a good job this year in game management and, you know, when to go for it, when to, you know, punt. You know, overall, there's been no glaring, like, man, bad time management or bad decision. They went for it. Um, did they go for it on fourth down one time? Fourth yeah. and three. And, yeah. and Minshew scrambled yeah. out and got a first yeah. down. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I like – I think Doug's called a good game so far. You know, it's funny, Tony, when you were playing, if you were in the exact same situation right there, you're punting. Oh, back then we punted all the time. It made no sense. Yeah. We never went for it. Yeah, fourth and three, no matter where you are, like if you're not across the 40 or something, you're punting. Analytics have changed a lot of that too, though, Pete. Right? Yeah, yeah, but they've gone to the extreme on a lot of those too. Like they don't take into account game flow. It's a new world. Are you great? Yes, I agree with you. Go yeah. ask, go ask, go ask Mike McCarthy. 
going for, going for it on fourth and whatever instead of kicking a field goal to tie it up in week one. Yeah, I didn't like that one at all. And then yesterday, everybody says he did it right. I disagree. He got away with it. But when he was down nine, he went for two. To go up 11? No, to go to cut it to seven. Oh, so it was nine. Yes, yes. yes. Hmm. So it was still nine. Still still nine. If you miss it, it's still a two-score game. Yeah, they get an onside kick. Everybody, the analytics guys say, well, now you know how you can play it out if you get no. You know, you, you, you kicked to keep yourself in the game. Oh, no, you're talking about he was down 15. He went for two to make it a seven-point game. I agree with you. You kicked the field goal, make it an eight-point game. Right. It was so, nine. So, so you, so you end it going for two at the end. You, you give yourself, you stay in the game until the end. I agree. So, in, in essence, he went for it, and it was still nine, and he still needed two scores, and he got them. Look what had to happen <laughs> for him to get them. That's amazing. No, my point. Yeah, but that's amazing. that's the question that people always ask. If you're down fifteen. When do you go for two? Do you go for two at the first touchdown you score or the second touchdown? I say the second one. Yeah, stay alive as long as you can. Yeah, stay alive. Let's come back. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. Your social questions, much more ahead. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity committed to the team committed to the mission at navy mutual we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families so our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions we don't work on commission we're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members because at navy mutual our highest commitment is to you visit navymutual.org navy mutual ensuring those who serve. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com slash care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. 
Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm Chantel Baker, fiance of DJ Chark. My fiance is always prepared with a game day plan and so am I. I'm always looking for easy ways to save time and Publix helps me tackle everything from pre-game prep to post-game cleanup with prices that are never out of bounds. This week at Publix, assorted varieties of downy 40 to 77 ounce fabric enhancers are on sale for $5.99. Available at Publix where shopping is a pleasure. This one is a lot better than uh, past years. I mean, this is a team that's come in that uh, wasn't really expected to do much today by outside forces, but we didn't really <clears throat> buy into that. Stayed as a team and kept fighting. And then uh, afterwards, we didn't really take what's the I'm thinking, uh, pleasure, I guess, and try to get more victories and saying we only lost by three and things like that we looked at ourselves and kind of said, like, what was the problem? Like, what made us lose this game? And then we just came down to it. It was really just, you know, assignments and penalties. I think if we cut out half of those penalties, I think we would have been a, a much better game. The offense was doing uh, was doing a tremendous job. And then defense was starting to lock it down and more in that second half when we needed it. Avery Jones, Jaguars defensive tackle in Nashville after the Jags lost yesterday. Titans 33, Jaguars 30. And it's the second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. Glad you're along with us. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli, And, of course, we're recapping yesterday's game. The uh, Jags fall to 1-1. One and one. They are in second place in the AFC South. We'll get to the division coming up. Your social media questions are right around the corner. Power rankings. We'll go to the power rankings in the AFC South and we'll look around the National Football League. Yes. Gardner Minshew led three consecutive touchdown drives in the second half to get the offense back on track and, and get the team back on track to tie the game 30-30. The Jags defense, though, Gave up early scores, down 14 nothing in a hole early where they really had to climb out of that thing all day offensively or keep it as close as they could to finally climb out of that hole. Yeah, the early defensive issues continued this week. They did a pretty good job bottling up, for the most part, Derrick Henry. Jonu Smith had a big game. The tight end on the opening play went 63 yards and scored the opening touchdown and the third touchdown of the game for Tennessee. But as Avery said there, the second half, they got off the field a couple times when they needed to while the offense was moving down the field and scoring and making it a game again. Uh, so here we are, one and one. The offense, uh, I think, is it's, it's fun to watch. This is a fun Jaguars team to watch, Tony, now. And, you know, it wasn't the case all the time the last couple of years, I'll say that. Well, it's fun because it's, they have a chance to score points. And, you know, let's not forget last year was seven games averaged three points a game in the first half. I mean, it was torture. Um, and they're, they're scoring points. They, you have a feeling they're never out of it. You know, they're exciting. You know, I think everyone, when the offense went on the field at the end of the game, even though they didn't go down and get the field goal, we were expecting them to get a field goal. We we're expecting maybe get a touchdown to win it. Um, so that's fun. Now the fun only lasts so long when you lose. Like, it's great that we – it feels good because, you know, we played well. You come out and play well and lose to the Dolphins, it's not going to feel so good. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's not going to be that much fun. Um, and usually what that tells you when you feel good because your team played well but you lost, um, that means most people thought you were going to lose. And most people felt like the other team was better than you were. And so it's like, hey, you know, we feel pretty good because it was fun to watch and we lost a close game. Well, you say that because typically that means, you know, we haven't been very good for a long time and the other team's probably going to – we thought was going to beat us anyway. So um, that has to stop in the sense of, I mean, because it'll stop being fun really quick here. I mean, you play the Dolphins coming up, Texans, and then Cincinnati, Detroit, Texans. So that's, what, five games? You know, you need to be at minimum three and two out of those five games. Yeah, actually, the the schedule coming up is Miami this week at Cincinnati at Houston, home against Detroit, bye week, and then Chargers in L.A., and then the Texans again. Yeah, so the bye week, four straight weeks. Dolphins, Bengals, Texans, Lions. Yeah, and so, those are winnable games. So that's four all games. Sorry, not five. So that's, you need to be, you know, probably three and one. Two and two at worst. You know, two and two, you're, you know, three and three after those uh, four games. I mean, you probably feel okay if you're three and three. You feel really good if you you win three of those four. You know, if you win if you win three of those four, you can start saying bye bye Trevor. Oh yeah, you if three of if you win three of those four, you're four and two after six games. I mean, you're in the playoffs. Yeah, you might be in first place. Yeah. Well, you had them winning eleven anyways, didn't you? Yeah, eleven and five. <laughs> you, you you thought you thought you had a chance yesterday to get out to two and you had a chance to be two and oh, Tony. I picked them two to win. I'm feeling good. No, you are. You are never feeling good in that game. Yeah, I felt good when we got the ball back. I'm like, we're going to score touchdown right here. I felt really good when we got the PI like before the PI got called. Yeah, that one was. That's a. I, I just can't believe you made that call in that situation. And I know you're not supposed to take situations into account, but you have to. You can't make that call there. I didn't think it was blatant. Did you think it was blatant? No, I did I not think it was blatant. I don't think it was PI at all. If you look at it, his offhand is not doing anything to the receiver. I By the say, way, he's playing good football. Really Miles Jack, good. 11 tackles again yesterday, led the team this week. Yes, he's playing very well. He looks like a different guy in that he doesn't look like he's thinking anymore. He just thinks like he's playing football and reacting. He, you know and he looks, looks like? he looks leaner, too. You know what he looks like, Pete? Huh. The, guy, the guy four years ago we thought we stole in the second round because we thought he was exactly. a top-ten prospect. That's exactly. That's exactly. how he's playing right now. I, thought, I think that's a pretty good pairing there, those two linebackers. Like you mentioned, Schobert's not a real thumper, but he's a good, smart football player. And he made some nice tackles yesterday, one-on-one against Henry. So um, that uh, – the linebacking core, I mean, I don't know what kind of depth. I mean, here's the bad thing. I can't even tell you who backs up those two guys. How bad is that? I guess Shaquille, uh, what's the, the – Quarterman. 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 The draft yeah. pick, yep. Um, I, I couldn't tell you the I, – I, I Leon Jacobs you. made a play. Leon Jacobs made a play yesterday. Yeah, but he, he's the starting Sam. Like, I, Who's our backup Will linebacker? Dakota Allen. Tell me that. Dakota, Dakota Allen. Dakota Allen. Tony. Uh, From Last yeah. Chance U. Did you know that? Yeah. Um, I do. I, I do think. Now. <laughs> hey, I think Henderson's a better tackler than he was at Florida because at Florida he didn't tackle anybody. 
Yeah, he, he, he was physical. He came up. He didn't cover quite as well um, this week. But he, he, uh, he did a good job coming up and trying to be physical against Henry. He gave up, he gave up that touchdown pass to, to Davis. But that's a long time to cover a guy, man. That was a great move by Davis at the top of the route, too. Yeah. Really good move. He, he's, he, made, he, mean, made Henderson, he made Henderson hesitate. Yep. But still, that's a, that's a, that route takes a long time. Well, they protected. What'd you think of Wingard? It's Wingard, first uh, off. But it's yeah. Wingard, but Wingard. besides that, yeah. How do you say his name, Pete? Wingard. Say it again. Sunshine. Sun, uh, <laughs> he, uh, they compared him to Kid Rock on the TV broadcast. Yeah, that was because Todd Wash called him Kid Rock this week in his press conference. That's where that came from. Oh. I, mean, I didn't watch the tape, so it's hard to say. Um, he made a couple plays. He flashed a little bit. I don't think it was a major downgrade from what they on the had. On the one uh, round. The one that Tannehill made with the guy in his face, he should have batted that ball down. And there was one other that I thought he seemed like he reacted a little bit late. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yes, where where he came from the slot and Hayden was trailing. And he yes, doesn't that get one. Over and make, yes. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah, and he doesn't get over and make the play. He's got to make that play. I thought he was slow in his reaction, identification of that one. How was Josh Jones yesterday, the other safety? Good. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. good, He's a good tackler. Solid. Good box safety. Good coming up, hitting you. Good in the run game. I think they're not as bad as many people thought they would be, but it's more assignment stuff than anything, I think. So what do you think? Pete, you've seen him for two weeks. I had him at eleven and five. You had him at four and twelve. What do you have him now? Maybe five and eleven. So if you do the next six and ten. If you do the next um, next four, four games, weeks, let's do the next four games. Okay. Here we go. Thursday night. Miami. Thursday night against Miami. Eight twenty kickoff. Win. 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 At the Bengals on the 4th of October in week four. That one's hard for me. I think they'll win it, though. I think they win by two touchdowns. It's how Whoa, confident wow. I am. Wow. Uh, at the Texans, week five. One o'clock kick. And I don't think the Texans are that good. It's just one of those games. That's a loss. I think they the win. Poor, okay, the poor Texans. They open up with that Kansas City home yeah. against Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh good luck. Yeah. They've been blown out a couple times already. And then home against the Detroit Lions week six. That's a win. 4-0. Casey Stafford just sitting back there and throwing for 450. Come on, Tony. <laughs> yeah, but listen, the, the Bills, I think, are like the first team I read in the history of the NFL to win four straight games with double-digit leads. The, they blew them. Yeah, they blew four straight games with double-digit yeah. leads. Yeah, their defense. Well, they're hurt. They're all banged up on the defensive side. They got they. They're terrible over there. I'm telling you, the, I I think the Jaguars are five and one going, <laughs> going into the bye. It's. I mean, oh so my play God. The game, Did you lock Pete? that up? You guarantee that five and I one. Do, I don't do locks anymore. Okay, oh, but play lot. the rest of the schedule out because you play the rest of the schedule out. They're five and one. Then that means that you think they're going to win six more games the rest of the way. So where are they winning them? Well, I don't know. I can't remember the games. All right, here we Read go. Them to I got them right here after the bye week. It's at the Chargers. Huh? At, at Chargers the Chargers. Is a loss. Yeah, I don't like that game. 
Home against the Texans. Win. Win. I don't think the, I don't think the Texans are any good. No, at I don't the, either. At the Packers. L. Lost. Home against the Steelers. I think that's Lost. a win. Uh, uh, listen, we, we first of all, we always play the Steelers good. Big Ben by then, he might not be able to throw the ball. That's um, a stop it, Tony. That's a loss. Go ahead. Home against the Browns. Win. Win. At the Vikings. They're not good. They're not very good, but I don't like going up there. I think they lose that game for some reason. Yeah. There may may not be fans up there. And then uh, home against the Titans. Uh, Win. They'll beat the Titans here. At the Ravens. Uh, That's an L. Home against the Bears. Win. At the Colts. Win. That's an L. So Tony has him at twelve and four. Then is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good, baby. Because you had him, you had him losing. Wait, you have him losing to the Chargers. You have him losing to the Packers. You have him losing to the Ravens and winning everything else. No, and I'm losing to the Vikings. All right, so five. So you have an eleven and five. If they, <laughs> if they keep scoring twenty eight and a half points a game, at some point the defense is going to get it together, right? Okay, for some reason they lost to Miami on Thursday night. Vaselli would be back here saying he'd be talking about who they're going to be drafting with the top 10 pick. Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> if he lose. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I think that what scares me, like Miami's one of those teams that they, I mean, I think it's a tough game. I think it's closer than anyone thinks. Like, uh, I think they're a well-coached team that's not going to get blown out. I agree. I think Miami plays hard. They're tough. Fitzpatrick is is one of those guys. No matter when you get back, but if you get up by ten, he's bringing it back to, with a touchdown to make it three. That's who That's he right. is. Yeah, they're. Yeah, uh, I think it's. A, I think it's a really close game. I do too. But no matter what the record is this year, and I know fans don't want to hear this, you got to be a little excited about the young players so far after two. Pete, games. you're only excited though if Minshew's the guy. But you're excited about the guys that round whoever the quarter. You can go yes. if, if you can get the quarterback. Or okay, if, but if not, he's not, it's not easy. Getting the quarterback's not easy. No. We'll lose the rest of them. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know what's amazing, though? You might lose the rest of them and still, not, uh, and still not get that pick, the way the Jets are playing. You think the Jets are going over? Oh, they stink. They're awful. Their talent level. They'll win a game. Their talent level is terrible, though. By the way, the Rams aren't helping that draft pick either so far. Let's come back in a moment. Uh, Social questions are right around the corner. we got a bunch on the docket. We'll go around the AFC South. We'll get our power rankings in the division and go around the National Football League and recap all the Week 2 games. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? 
At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity jaguars fans whether it's on the field or in your finances the key to success is a solid plan from high yield banking to home lending into retirement and beyond tiaa bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money it's time for a plan start building your legacy today at tiaabank.com jaguars tiaa bank is a division of tiaa fsb member fdic Equal housing lender and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Slot right, blue 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F Series, America's best selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F 150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F 150 official truck of the NFL based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour. Sorry, just finishing up a phone thing here. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, <laughs> Pete Briscoe. <laughs> Glad you're along with us. Those I'm on sure, radio have no I'm idea sure what I'm talking I'm about. I'm sure there's some of the fans right now that send in um, their tweets would like him to finish the phone situation for about the next 15 minutes. They don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> I don't yell at people. Yeah, you've been when very... we used to take phone calls, you used to yell. You used to yell. Yeah, that's a, that's and a, then a, you used no, to chirp back no on social too. You don't proof. do that anymore. You no don't audio proof. I've never yelled at anybody. <laughs> I, I get guarantee that Joe could find some. No, you can't. <laughs> I bet you no, it's out it's there. Not, so. It's not real. Please, Joe. Please, please Joe. Please find us some of the old yelling. <laughs> please. He's Big nodding news, his head. Please. Yes, it's might be out there. We got a lot to search for this week. All right, let's get to the social questions this week. Let's start off with at Stu Witters. What can the defense do to improve the pass rush? In the last two games, we were behind, which never helps. But the offense kept us in the game enough that both the Colts and Titans had to rely on passing late in games. How do you improve this, guys? Well, I mean, 
you hope that you can find that Josh Allen gets it going a little bit and can start being the dominant player we know that he is. And, you know, pass rushers historically can start slow. People tell you there are many a double digit pack pass rushers that the first couple games of the season don't do much. And then all of a sudden they're all over the place. Can't be stopped. So let's not get too panicked about uh, Josh Allen. He's a good player. Um, the, the thing is you have to have more than just one guy who can, you need some interior push that would help the outside pass rush a ton. Um, and if you don't get that, then you got to start bringing more than four. You're going to bring five or six guys and take your chances um, at certain times in the football game. Yeah, and this is a good week to get it going, Tony, when you look at it. They're not great on the offensive line down there um, in Miami, down here, I should say. And and Fitzpatrick can hold the ball at times. So this is going to be an opportunity to get some pass rush going. And I think this is the game Josh Allen does get it going. National TV. Uh, I, I'm going to say right now that he gets two sacks this week against the Dolphins. Ooh, How about that? Are you locking it? Lock. Lock it. Oh, two, two sack, sack lock. <laughs> We've got a two what? sack lock. Two awesome. sack lock. That's the first yep. Prisco lock ever. I'm locking it right now. He's getting two sacks this week against Holy Miami. Yeah. Joe didn't even know what to do. He, got, he doesn't have the lock ready because yeah, he's never heard yeah, the He does lock. not. He just wasn't ready for that. I, I was told we would have no locks this year, but now we've got a two-sack lock wow. in week three. Two-sack lock. Tony already locked 11 and 5. What are you talking about? I didn't lock 11 and 5. I'm just saying that's where I, I, I get a feeling. <laughs> that's my feeling. No lock. Is that kind uh, of the same feeling you had before the Colts game last week? Uh, well, I got that one right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I missed this week. Just missed. It was close. Well, I got this one right. I missed week one. Let's go on to our next question. At Danton Thomas, is it time to see what you have with Barku and Scott at corner and Thomas at safety? And do you think Chazon and Smoot should get some more snaps because of the lack of pass rush? Let's start with those. Those are three what? rookies that he mentioned there in, his, in secondary. Hold on. Time out. So who are you benching? I don't know. Like, who are we benching to get Barku and Scott out there? Are you benching yeah, I, the rookie that was the player of the week last week? Are yeah, you that one makes no sense. PJ Hayden, who's a good nickel. Are you benching, you know, uh, Trey Hayden? Hayden hasn't played as well this year. So no, far. that's fair. I, I I can't. He hasn't had his best game, but I don't. And then I don't think there's been an issue at, top, at safety. Maybe you know. If uh, Gerald Wilson stays hurt, maybe give Thomas some reps with uh, Winger back there, Winger back there, but maybe not. I mean, I don't know where the Barku and yeah, Scott, I don't see Barku, Barku yeah. Scott playing right now. That and Chase on is, is getting equal snaps to Josh Allen. At least he did week one. I don't know about this week. Hmm. How about Smoot? How Smoot played? Uh, he had a nice play yesterday. He played. I remember one pass rush pressure. I mean, he did some nice things yesterday. He uh, plays physical. Yeah, I got to watch the tape and dig into play by play. But my overall impression, he played above average. Okay. Yeah, I would agree with you. Okay, fair enough. Let's go to the next question from at Real Steve Hasen. D.D. Westbrook with a health, was a healthy scratch again, and arguably our strongest position group. Could the Jags trade him to a team having injury issues at wide receiver? Does he hold any value? Um, I don't think you're going to get much for Westbrook. I mean, it's not like he's put up big numbers any year that he has been on the field. 
I mean, he's one of those guys that we've always felt has a ton of potential and we kind of hype up what we want and think he's um, has a chance to be really good. But my guess is, what'd you get, think, Pete? Maybe a fifth rounder you'd get? For? Yeah. Yeah. And why would you? Why not just hold on to him in case somebody gets hurt? Yeah, because why not? He can't be happy, though. I, I imagine he's not a very happy kid right now. He's competitive. He can't be happy. I mean, you're, you're a healthy scratch two weeks in. I, I wouldn't be happy. I'd make, I'll be honest with you, if you give Claybrooks another chance to return, if he doesn't work out this week, I'm, I'm getting him out of there and I'm making Westbrook my return. Fair enough. Okay. And by the, by the way, um, going back to our last question, Chason had 18 of the 62 snaps yesterday. Allen had 44. He needs to be on the field. 18. Yeah. According was to, only out there 18 snaps According yesterday? to the official yeah. game book, absolutely. He oh, needs wow. to play more. He needs to play more. Figure it out. You know, you always say, well, how do you get, get, figure it out. Get your best football players on the field. Get them on the field. It felt like more than that, but I mean, yeah. Yeah. Cash, played equal. Cash, what did Cassius Marsh play yesterday? He played, he was on the field for Let's a while. See. Cassius Marsh, Marsh. He played 12 snaps on defense. Yeah. 12. He, but he how, played, many uh, Hamilton, how many did Hamilton play, JP? Hamilton, 27 snaps out of 62. Yeah. And Marsh played DN or outside backer? Listed at DN here, but. DN. Yeah, you know, you know how he is. He's, he's not like. He's a hybrid. Yeah, he's that. Well, and so is Chason. And. But Chason's so thicker. Chason's why would you thicker. give? Why would you give twelve snaps to uh, uh, Marsh and not give those twelve snaps to Chason and get him uh, at thirty snaps? I would give him thirty snaps. He's getting on the field for me. I wonder why though. We didn't. Marsh was inactive week one. Chason got the. I wonder how he, he must not have graded out. Maybe as high as we thought he did. I don't know. That's interesting. JP, uh, I'd like you to ask that question in the press conference. Marsh versus Chase on snaps. Noted. Thank you. Uh, yep. Next question. At J McMahon underscore, has your opinion changed about this team, Pete? No, they're what I thought they would be. Feisty, tough, competitive, and they're not going to win a lot of games. So no. you, didn't think, you did not think they'd be this good offensively. Oh, I did think they'd be good offensively. No, I said you gonna... did not. <laughs> JP, you want to go back and get the tape? I said they're going to have to score a ton of points and they're going to be good offensively. I did too. Never said that. You, not, you are such a revisionist historian. No, I'm not. I know what I said. But they're still not going to win a lot of games despite your proclamation that they're winning 11. 12. 12. 11. It was 11. Who will be closer to total uh, uh, games won? Pete at four or me at 11? Me. JP? So you, so you don't think they get to eight? No, I don't. I think, and the schedule's favorable. Don't yeah, get me wrong. The schedule's just, favorable the next I think weeks. when they're putting up 28 and a half, if they keep this pace offensively, they're going to win more games than a lot of people think. It's not 10-11. So I'll take eight. Yeah. Eight. Oh, I'd win then. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I'd take eight. But the offense has to keep this pace. Defense has to button it up a little bit earlier and give them a, a lead to work with. That'd be nice. And then maybe you see how they really play at that point. Uh, next, next question. At no toes down. Down 14 nothing, and I was not depressed. I really thought they would come back. When was the last time we had that feeling, and what should we make of it? 
enjoy. It's fun to it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch a team that can score points, and it gives you hope for the future. But yeah, I mean, it's all positive. I enjoy it. Is what I would do. That's how I'd feel. Enjoy it. Be entertained. Are you not entertained? How <laughs> good could Chenault be? Oh, he's. I think he can be special. Like special how, Tony? Like, like Pro Bowl special. Yeah, like, I think he has. He has that type like, of ability. Like, yeah, game changing ability. How about him on the in the run in the running back when he ran over the guy yesterday? Just didn't avoid about, contact at all. He's yeah. a he, he's a physical dude, man. I mean, he's like two hundred twenty five pounds. He's not a small human being. No, he looks the part. He really yeah. looks the part. What about the throw to the end zone that they tried to hit Colin Johnson on? He got blasted on that play. I give the kid credit, though. He goes up. He's not a oh, he, No, he went right up, but he knew he was going to get blasted. That didn't look like it felt very good. He's going to end up being a good player, too. He has a chance. I agree. All right, our last question today, Waco Garita. What? This is the last one, Tony. This is it. That's what I said, last one. Let's this go. is it. Uh, by now, we should be 0-2 and depressed, but it's 1-1 one and, one and with the illusion intact or maybe hyped. Uh, is it because no preseason games and every team is struggling, or it's a really good and well-coached team? Well, I mean, I think there's something in between there. I mean, a really good and well-coached, like, like really good means you're going to be fighting for the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if we're ready to say that. I think it's a – I think – I think they are well coached. I think Doug and his staff has done an outstanding job. You kidding? I mean, what Jay Gruden's pulled off with no offseason, no OTAs, new system. I mean, it's tremendous. Um, I don't know if I would classify them as really good yet, but they're a solid football team right now. One on one, like that, you're solid, and you have a chance to if you keep on improving. That's going to be the key. The key to this team this year, guys, is do they improve week over week because they're young. If the young guys continue to get better and they improve, they have a chance to be a really good team come December. And I all I have to say to Jaguar fans like that guy out there is don't worry about this year. Worry about next year. Because this team isn't going to the playoffs this year. This team just needs to keep getting better and better, become grow, grow as a team, grow as players, and worry about next year. You got a ton of cap room. You got a ton of draft picks. You're going to be even better next year. Don't worry about this year. Just continue to enjoy the young guys growing up before your eyes. I love how you just so definitively say they're not going to the playoffs. Yeah, this, this is going to end up on a bulletin board down the hall, Pete, is what's going to happen. Well, I'm, I'm definitively saying it. They're not going to the postseason. But watch out yeah, next I, year. They're going to be really good next year. I, I think you're mistaken. Well, yeah, you got them with 11 wins and a, and a first-round bye. Of course you think I'm mistaken. Well, 11 wins, the, only the number one seed gets a uh, first-round bye this year. That's right. That's right. But, okay, you don't think, okay, they're going to get a home-field playoff game. Well, I think the Ravens go 14-2, and two, Chiefs go 13-3. and three. Yeah. And then, and then who wins, who wins the, um, the, the, the center? Patriots. Pa- no, they're not winning that division. Yeah. The Bills are. Josh Allen's grown up. Nope. Yeah. Patriots. Patriots will win it at ten and six. Bills win it at twelve and four. So they'll get a bye. 
I mean, not Jags. a home advantage. And then the you Jags. have the Jags winning the South at 11 and 5. 11 and 5. <laughs> Back, baby. You know, he can't write them off, Pete. Don't do That's it. the best part about it. Don't write them off, Pete. Don't I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing. No, you're not. You're laughing at your yeah. prediction. No, I'm not. I mean, this team, I mean, they're fun to watch. They're young, they're they're entertaining, but they aren't going to the playoffs, Tony. They're beating the they're beating the dolphins. They're gonna be two and one. And they will be you dolphins. said five and one, by the way. Well, then they're gonna be <laughs> three five and one. Then they're gonna beat the Texans next, right? And then they're gonna beat the Bengals. We've talked through this already. We went through the whole thing. I'm just telling you, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, Not quit right. writing them off, Pete. Quit writing them off. They're young Pete, kids. Why are you such a yeah, why are you such a hater, Pete? Because I'm a realist. Oh, realist. I'm a realist. Wait for next year. Next year's the year. You're a realist. You, you said if the Pac-12 played this year, the Arizona State was going to win the national oh, title. You're a realist. I know. Right? I know who wasn't going to even come close to winning the Pac-12. <laughs> <laughs> My school is the better chance than your school. Not this year. You didn't. Your team's yeah, terrible. Yeah. No, your team's so, terrible. What makes you guys so good? You got a quarterback who can actually play, and they well, got and they, they got a ton. Yeah, you do. But the issue's got more talent now. Well, not this year because they're not playing. You know why? Right. You know why issues get more talent? They're doing. They're back to the old ways. <laughs> I think they're back to the old ways. Let's come back in a moment. They got Thank good you. recruiters. Thank you for the social <laughs> questions for tonight. So, <laughs> Pete, I can't. I can't believe you're making those accusations of your alma mater. I'm not saying they're doing that. I'm just saying I they can. got really good recruiters. They got a lot of ex-NFL guys, and people want to go there and play for them. Uh-huh. We'll get our AFC South power rankings in a moment. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans, here's a great way to pay with pride wherever you go. Exclusively from TIAA Bank, the Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features, along with the convenience to make purchases online or at millions of locations worldwide. And it's yours, free, when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Order yours today. Visit TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Slot right, blue 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. 
start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! Committed to the team. Committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high-quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. Did you know GEICO's now offering an extra 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies? That's 15% on top of what GEICO could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Your teenager to help around the house? Okay, Mom, I emptied the dishwasher, vacuumed the basement, and folded the sheets out of the dryer. Wait, what? Oh, and next, I'm going to clean Mitten's litter box. Are we in some kind of prank show or something? That's a camera, isn't it? There's never been a better time to switch to GEICO. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Limitations apply. Visit GEICO.com for details. Pete's one of the great sports writers of our of uh, right now. I'll say that. As far as knowledge and understanding the game, watching tape, he's, even though he's wrong, sometimes I disagree with his opinions. At least they're educated opinions. Well, that's from a show in 2017. Tony Baselli praising Pete Prisco. We should play that over just on a loop. Whoop, whoop. Was, that, was, that, was, that, was I drinking that night? <laughs> 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 that's a probably after. after. After you came back from London, you were delirious or something. Yeah, I mean, I must have just got off the plane. I was jet-lagged. I mean, something happened there. You finally wised up. Yeah. I don't think that's it. <laughs> I love that one. That, it's almost as good. And you know what, Joe? You you got that out of the archives. Find him screaming at a fan. It's got to be in there. Make my day. If you do, that will make my day, Joe. <laughs> We've got 30 minutes. Maybe we'll... We'll see if we can grab one this week, but certainly next week. So get ready for that. Joe, if you, if you want a Christmas present, Joe, you'll make sure those things <laughs> never exist again. Yeah. <laughs> All the files are deleted magically, how that works. Uh, let's go around the AFC South and take a look at the teams in the division, the Houston Texans. Oh, my goodness, they're 0-2. But as you said, Pete, it has been a tough schedule to get things going, of course, with – uh, the Chiefs and the Ravens to begin things, and now on to Pittsburgh. After that, uh, they lost to the Ravens yesterday, 33-16. The Colts knocked off the Vikings, 28-11, the final there. They're 1-1, one one, but the Jags have the tiebreaker and are in second place. And the uh, Titans, of course, knocked off the Jags yesterday, Tennessee 2-0 and in the AFC South. Um, or the, we mentioned are the, this. Yes, are the, the Texans overrated, and is Deshaun Watson overrated? What are his numbers this year? See. He's been bad. He got garbage time. He got garbage time against the Chiefs on that Thursday night. Or you saw that he ran one in and, and threw one late, but he did nothing up until the until that game was out of hand. 
All right, I've got his uh, numbers right here, guys. So Deshaun Watson, 45 of 68, that's 66% for 528 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, and 87 rating. Yeah, it's just been okay. I mean, you're the second highest yeah. paid quarterback in the league. You're supposed to be much better than okay. And in fairness to him, the offensive line still, despite all the draft capital they put into it and the paying Laramie Tunsil, they're still not very good. Yeah, Laramie Tunsil's getting paid $22 million a year. My goodness. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, and then giving up eight sacks this year. Uh, they're not running the ball very well. They're averaging 84 yards a game. But they did play the. In fairness to them, they did play the champs on the road to right. open the season, which is always tough. And they came back and played the Ravens at home. Those are two of the best teams, if not the two yeah. best. Teams. I will. I will hold judgment of the Texans until we see more, because they have. I mean, I want to see what they do against the Steelers, who I think are a little bit overrated. Steelers. I don't. Uh, okay, that's fine. I just said what I think. You can say what you think. You're usually wrong. I'm usually right. <laughs> <laughs> play the day, play the day. <laughs> um, no, when I say overrated, I, I mean, um, they're good, not great. And the Texans, this is a game the Texans need to win or play like down to the wire where it's like in doubt until the very end. Uh, and the Texans rally from 0-3. They did two years ago. They won the division. I know. Can they do it again with this team? Uh, this team, there's something off with this team. It just doesn't well, look... The defense is not great. They're not with no, where they're getting no. where are they getting production besides I mean pass rush. Who has a good division in the in, uh, defense in the AFC? South. Anybody? It'll be a lot of points this year. Yeah. Um and I, I, I still think they are a different team without DeAndre Hopkins. Every year we played them, yeah. that's the one guy I was like, How do you stop him? Now tell me who you're worried about on that offense. Nobody. Nobody. I mean, Will Will Fuller, Will Fuller is a nice complimentary receiver. He's a good two to a guy like Hopkins because he can stretch the field and scare you with his speed. Because right, you have to pay run. so much. Because you have to pay so much attention to Hopkins. But now, if he's the focal point of stopping him, just, you know, I don't know if he's a great route runner or anything like that. And Cooks is a good receiver. He's not a great receiver. Listen, anytime you've been on like 15 teams in three what years. Is it? four. I mean, it's four, right? Four teams. Four teams, lot. four years. That's a lot. Yeah, that's that's a lot of teams. A lot. They're, uh, they're not good right now. No, and they're 0-2 right now. The uh, Indianapolis Colts got a win yesterday, 28-11. Uh, Rivers touchdown, a pick. Moali Cox had 111 yards receiving on five catches. Uh, Jonathan Taylor stepped out. Marlon Max done, so Taylor had a 100-yard game and a touchdown. Yeah, I didn't and, see any of that and, game. What, yeah, the really, pick what, the pick what, was what, off the hands. No, the pick was off the hands of Cox. He dropped it and it bounced into the defender's hands. Okay. T.Y. Hilton dropped the touchdown. That would have been a long play. He just dropped it. Uh, defensively is where they got after it. That, that looked like a different defense. Kirk Cousins was awful on Sunday because they got after him. Look at his number. Look at Kirk Cousins' numbers, JP. 11 of 26, 113 yards, three interceptions, a 15.9 rating. And at one point it was zero. He was awful. And that defense, which I thought would be better, played like it. They played much better than they did in week one. That for some reason, they were just terrible in week one. I thought these guys played much better this time around. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe uh, had his first sack with the Vikings, by the way. 
Oh, good for him. Oh, I, I, I root for Yon. I like Yon. Um, the Vikings are in trouble, though. Well, they're not that good on defense, which has been their calling card. He, the offensive line is little, and he didn't look. He looked awful, Kirk Cousins. He took, how can you take a sack in safety two weeks in a row? That's hard to do. Um, did uh, are you eating your phone, Tony? What is going on? No, I'm, I'm trying to think. I was trying to think his name. Dalvin Cook. How do you play? He was okay. They, I mean, the, the, that Colts defense was. What did Cook end up with? Because I know he got one late. Yeah, well, fourteen. And, and that Colts defense dominated. Cook had fourteen carries, sixty-three yards, and a touchdown in the game. The late though. Yeah. You look at those yeah, halftime numbers. Five minutes to go. Much. Yeah. Five minutes to go. He yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're not. They're not. The Vikings are bad, but the Colts played much better than they did at Jacksonville. You know, the, as bad as the Vikings are, it's a bad division outside the outside of the uh, Packers. Right. Bears are no oh. good. The Bears are always. Good. Bears are two and zero. Oh. Are they any good, Pete? No, they're not. Thank you. <laughs> if the Vikings and the Bears play tomorrow, who are you picking? Where's the game at? Minnesota. Vikings. Chicago. Maybe the Bears. That's how bad the Vikings have looked. The Vikings no. looked awful, Tony. <laughs> they on, looked Pete. awful. You're not doing that. You know better. They've looked awful. All right. Now, of course, we saw the Titans firsthand yesterday. So, gentlemen, are you ready for your AFC South power rankings? Because we all know how important they are. Yeah, I mean, I got mine. Go ahead, Pete. I'll let you go first. <laughs> Titans one. Colts two. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jaguars three. And Texans four. Oh, how is that opening weekend you're an idiot i mean please destroy the tape what have you done for me lately (laughs) destroy the tape where i said pete had an idea had a clue what he's doing um it's it's the uh titans barely the jags are it was a coin flip for me between the jags and the titans but titans once and give them the due uh jags two colts three and the texans a distant fourth so the division standings, that's that's what yours are, Tony. But Pete is well, not so going that usually way. His, usually his power rankings are the division standings where he moves, other than when he moves Jacksonville up a couple spots. <laughs> I could argue that they got robbed of a pass interference call that the, that the Jags are a better team than the Titans. You're, you're getting out of control now. Let's come back in a moment. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to say it. I, I said I could. And the Colts oh, my... lost a game they didn't punt in. I mean, you could also do that, too. <laughs> well, they lost, Pete. They didn't oh, lose. Hell. The final score you know is what, all Pete? that matters. One of my favorite segments coming up. I cannot wait. JP in the Monday Night Football game. <laughs> we got a big one in the desert for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas, baby. Vegas. That's right. What happens in sta- Vegas stays in Vegas. And this is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. 
Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At Tropical Smoothie Cafe, one taste and you're hitting refresh now, palm trees swaying now, letting loose now, busting a move now, cranking up the beats now, hands in the air now, feeling free now. You're on Tropic Time now. And right now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe, try our watermelon mojito and guava margarita smoothies. And you're tasting fruity now, sipping sunshine now, toasting summer now. You're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Slot right, move 42, hot, hot. A great quarterback is a true leader with a work ethic that never wavers and a desire to win that is second to none. We know a truck like that. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling truck 43 years straight. With impressive towing and payload, Ford F-150 makes tough jobs look easy. Visit your local Ford dealer for great offers on F-150, official truck of the NFL. Based on 1977 to 2019 calendar year total sales. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity jaguars fans whether it's on the field or in your finances the key to success is a solid plan from high yield banking to home lending into retirement and beyond tiaa bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money it's time for a plan start building your legacy today at tiaabank.com jaguars tiaa bank is a division of tiaa fsp member fdic Equal housing lender and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. JP Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Vaselli after the Jags. Drop a game in Tennessee yesterday, 33-30, the final score. Titans get a late field goal to knock off the Jags. So the uh, Jags, of course, rallied from that 14-point deficit and tied the game 30-30 at one point. But the late field goal downed them. The Jags are 1-1. One one. We've gone over the AFC South. We've gone over the game. So let's go around the National Football League. And let's start around the league, Pete, with all the injuries, major injuries yesterday. Garoppolo, and really in San Francisco, they had four guys hurt yesterday. Saquon Barkley's done with an ACL tear. Malik Hooker for the Colts has an Achilles tear. McCaffrey's out four to six weeks. Drew Locke sprained his AC joint. I don't remember one this notable in a long time. That's a lot of big names. It is a lot of big names, and the two biggest are Barkley and uh, for the season with the torn ACL. And Nick Bosa, I mean, he's the heart and soul of that defense. And remember, they peddled Buckner away. They drafted Kinlaw, but now Solomon Thomas is also down for the year. Uh, the 49ers are well, in trouble. 
Big what, Bo, what was Bosa's injury, Pete? Torn ACL. ACL. His was an ACL too. His was an ACL, and Barkley's was an ACL. Bad. And, and, and Thomas's was an ACL. Is it just me, or are we getting a bunch of Achilles tears this year too? I mean, I, I mean, the uh, the tight end up at uh, last Thursday night for the right. uh, Bengals towards Achilles. Right. Um, yeah. Ozama. Yeah. Ozama, uh, Mac towards Achilles. You know, bunch of Achilles tears. It feels like. Yeah, they're gonna. People are gonna blame the injuries on COVID. I mean, that that's gonna happen. You're gonna say they didn't get the work, but if you saw those injuries, the knee injuries, those would have happened. No, the knees, those can happen, but the Achilles is the one that's curious to me. I don't remember this many Achilles injuries. Yeah, it, it's interesting, but there's been a lot of guys go down. Christian McCaffrey's down uh, two to four weeks with, her, or maybe even longer, with an ankle injury. So there, there are a lot of guys that aren't going to be playing and and big time guys. So it hurts, and the 49ers are in big trouble. Yeah, I mean, you know that Super Bowl hangover. They they played without Sherman the other day. He's out for probably three weeks. Uh, they don't have any pass rush. That's their calling card. Garoppolo's down now this week, probably. That means Mullins will play. Uh, they have problems, big problems. What what is uh, Bark? What was uh, Garoppolo's injury? Uh, ankle. Ankle. He played through it, and then he went out in the second half and didn't play. Bad news for the 49ers. Super Bowl hangovers are real. Yeah, it is. Let's uh, touch quickly on the games from yesterday. Bears over the Giants, 17-13. But, Pete, you still don't like the Bears. No, I mean, they had that game in hand and let them get back in. And, in fact, Daniel Jones was taking shots into the end zone to win the game. Uh, Bears aren't very good. Trubisky's 2-0, but does he scare anybody? No. Yes, he does. He scares – you know who he scares? Bear fans. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Cowboys rallied. They were down twenty to nothing in the game. They beat the Falcons forty to thirty nine. Incredible. Worst on worst onside kick uh, defense I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, how they had no business. Know, how, how do you not know the rules? Fall the dang ball. Jack Prescott made himself a little bit more money yesterday, but he's got to go on the road this week at Seattle and prove he can do it on the road. Uh, I think if you look at his splits, he doesn't play nearly as well on the road as he does at home. Not even close. I mean, he, but yesterday, three rushing touchdowns, 450 yards passing. Atlanta's had no excuse losing that game. None. Yeah, it was. I mean, how do you like? How do you? I cannot believe they didn't fall on the on the football. But speaking of Seattle, Pete, um, the best quarterback in the NFL is not Patrick Mahomes. His name's Russell Wilson. He's playing the best right now, but you'd still take Patrick Mahomes ahead of him. Well, because he's younger, but like. This year, I might take Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, he is unreal right now. Let him cook. He's playing Pete. great football. Let him cook. He's the best quarterback in football uh, uh, right now. Hey, and they're letting him throw. That's the biggest difference. You know, in the past, they would always line up and play power football. They know they can't do that because their defense isn't very good. Yeah. Packers over the Lions, 42-21. Not much of an issue there for Green Bay. Bills over the Dolphins. The offense is good. That offense is good, by the way. Yeah. Aaron Jones. Ran the ball well yesterday. They got they got a lot of uh, they they're going to score a lot of points this year. Bills look good yesterday too. Josh Allen had himself a day thirty one twenty eight over the Dolphins. He's averaging three hundred fifty yards passing. He's got six touchdown passes and no picks, and his completion percentage is over seventy percent. He's in the MVP mix. MVP mix about that. He is. I'm not sure I'm buying it yet. I need more. I need more. You got to go go watch the tape from yesterday. He made some really good throws. He made one throw, though, that makes you hesitate a little bit. 
where the corner comes off in his own coverage and he doesn't see him and he almost picked it. You know what I'm talking about, Tony? And, and like almost like what C.J. Henderson did to Rivers last week. Yep. Niners knocked off the Jets 31-13. The Rams over the Eagles 37-19. The Rams looking pretty good, Pete. Okay, let's look at it from both sides. Sean McVay, terrible. Sean McVay revamped his entire staff. Remember coordinators? Goodbye, all of them. You know, John Bonamago, former Jaguars coordinator, is now a special teams coordinator there. And they they responded. They played very well. Jared Goff's playing good football. They out-schemed the heck out of them. The script was sensational to start the game. The Eagles had no answer. I thought the Eagles would be decent on defense. They are awful on defense right now. And they have no offensive line. They can't protect. They can't run. No. They can't do anything. Nope. Steelers are now That's 2-0. Bad, by, hold on. Before you go any further, that's a bad division, by the way. The NFC East is a bad division. Really bad. Really bad. The Cowboys salvaged something yesterday. Otherwise, they'd be 0-2-2. Steelers are 2-0. They beat the Broncos 26-21. The Bucks over the Panthers. Leonard Fournette got his first touchdown, and Tom Brady bounced back for the Bucks. And is this what the Bucks uh, team we're going to see? He bounced back no? in the first half. He didn't look so good in the second half, Pete. Okay. No, he didn't. And uh, Leonard Fournette got a touchdown run on what do you think? A big giant hole that opened up, and he ran through. <laughs> Cardinals, you're, you're mean, Pete. You're mean. Cardinals beat the football team thirty to fifteen, and uh, the quarterback there in Arizona looked pretty good yesterday, Pete. He's in the MVP so he, conversation. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll give you a lock. The Arizona Cardinals will win the West. I picked them to go to the playoffs. There's the lock sound. How about that? Yeah, I picked them to go to the playoffs, Tony. I thought they'd be Arizona good. Arizona made... Cardinals. They're going to win the West. Chiefs over the Chargers in overtime, 23-20. Yeah, and Justin Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert looked good, man. For a guy who didn't know he was starting to get thrown in that situation, he made one really bad throw where he threw across his body into the middle of the field when he could have run for a first down. But other than that, he looked good. And now they're going to go back to him. They're going to go back to him. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor's a starter. And he, he, then he kept on going. He said, it's not like we won. We lost the game. Tyra's our quarterback. I'm like, come on. But don't you, Tony, you've been around the NFL. If a quarterback gets hurt in pregame warmups and doesn't play, and the guy comes in and plays, don't you almost have to go back to the guy who got hurt? Just, oh, yeah, as a, vet, as a veteran you do. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, it's not like – it's not that I'm, like, against what Anthony said. And I only read the comments, so maybe it came across differently. But he seemed pretty, like, strong. Like, he was, like, mad. Like, like I think the answer would have been, hey, listen, Tyrod's done nothing to lose the job. He got hurt. Um, the kid did a great job. We feel like we have two great quarterbacks, but we're going to go back to Tyrod Taylor because he's the starting quarterback on this team. And that's all you have to say. Yeah, and, and when you think about it, you saw the Bengals' defense. Tyrod Taylor didn't put up any points against that defense. Right. And they're so, terrible. It's a right. terrible defense. Yeah. Time for Monday Night Football, and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and for the first time ever, it's the National Football League. The opener at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada, Derek Carr and the Las Vegas Raiders welcome in Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. Who you got tonight in the Death Star? Oh, it's going to be a blowout, the Saints. I don't think the Raiders can play defense, and the Saints' Damn. defense is really, is really good. I think the Saints win by 10. Cam Jordan, one of the better pass rushers in the league, will be matched up against 
third team tackled Denzel Good Ooh. because I think Trent Brown is out and Sam Young is out. Mm. And so that means Denzel Good will have the duties of blocking Cam Jordan. Good luck with that one. Ooh. Excited to see that stadium. I'm with you. I'm with you. I can't wait to see the stadium. It's too bad there's no fans in the stands. Why are there no fans in the stands at NFL games? Please, somebody explain that to me. You could put 20,000 in and space them out, and it would be just as be. We're doing here. We got it right that, here. That's what the Jags do, baby. We're we got it right here. Thursday night, Pete. Well, they're gonna have their normal. They're gonna have their normal Thursday night crowd of twenty thousand <laughs> this week. I'm, not, I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. What. Good night. And good luck. Tony Vaselli, Pete Briscoe, another lock. I'm JP Shatterick. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.